Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Northwest at 5 to 10. Tomorrow we have bigger changes on the way. A winter storm watch along and west of the I-81 corridor. Those areas under the watch most likely to see accumulating snow. Not so much the case for the metro area. We'll start off as light snow, transitioning quickly to a wintry mix and then all rain. Highs will be in the 30s, dry for Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 31 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 3.59. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, January 5th. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP in the early 4 a.m. hour. An Iowa high school student opens fire, killing a sixth grader and injuring five others. Criticism for Metro from the NTSB and a final report of a 2021 train derailment. I'm Mike Marillo. Opening new smooth lanes on the GW Parkway. It's going to be a much nicer ride. I'm Nick Ainelli. Checking your money news. Wall Street ended mixed with the Dow up 10, the Nasdaq down 82. Asian stocks mainly lower this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. The pain of losing a child to a school shooting has been visited on parents yet again. A 17-year-old boy has shot and killed a sixth grader and wounded five others in the latest mass shooting. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. It was the first day back to school in Perry, Iowa, after the winter holiday, when at 7.37 a.m., shots rang out. Shooter activation at Perry High School, it's possible. Guns are up. Within seven minutes, the first officers arrived, followed by more than 100 others from local, state, and federal agencies. Officers immediately attempted to locate the source of the threat and quickly found what appeared to be the shooter with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Are you tired of being tracked from website to website by cookies on your computer? CBS News tech contributor Ian Schurer says Google is testing a feature that will make those cookies crumble. Google says it's only going to test this on 1% of its users. That sounds pretty small, but it's actually 30 million people. What this all comes down to is a sense of privacy. A lot of people feel as though they are being tracked across the web, and indeed they are. If you take a popular arthritis medication, this story's for you. CVS Caremark, the nation's second biggest pharmacy benefits manager, is removing the blockbuster arthritis drug Humira from some of its list of preferred drugs for reimbursement on commercial health plans as of April 1st. CVS will recommend biosimilar versions of the medication instead. That's CBS's Jim Crisula. CVS says its decision means you could save up to 50% on prescription arthritis medication. If you've got a snowplow, you're definitely looking forward to this weekend in New England, says CBS News Boston reporter Beth Germano. For Kevin Godek in Bridgewater, with three trucks ready to go on Sunday and the phone finally ringing with clients. He only hopes Mother Nature won't let him down. The anticipation of uh, the storms happening and then after fueling up all the trucks and getting ready, um, you know, and then the storm fails. Worcester is expecting at least several inches of snow. A mix of snow and freezing rain could fall from the southern Appalachians to the northeast this weekend. Two dozen people were hurt when a slow-moving New York City subway train carrying a few hundred passengers collided with an empty train. Passenger Evelyn Aguilar. There's lots of us in there. People started getting claustrophobic. People dropped everything in the jolts. Um, I hit my head against the window. People were getting hurt, basically. 
South African former Paralympic star Oscar Pistorius has been released on parole in his home. Almost 11 years ago, he murdered his girlfriend, 29-year-old model Reva Steenkamp. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. The power of local banking right to your fingertips. FVC Bank is a local community bank serving businesses throughout the DMV. Switch to FVC Bank. Enjoy safe, secure, and convenient online access to your checking and savings accounts. Enjoy the option of online bill pay and e-statements. Isn't it time you experience hassle-free banking? Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. WTOP at 4.04. The Friday morning, January 5th, 2024. Partly to mostly sunny, chilly today. The high 40, according to the weatherman. Right now, you're waking up to 31 degrees in our nation's capital. A good Friday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour. Transportation topping the news this morning as we roll into this day together. It has been more than two years since a Blue Line Metro train derailed locally in Arlington during the evening rush hour that day. Now the NTSB, National Transportation Safety Board, is out this morning with its final report into how it happened and why. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us Friday morning the federal agency has some tough words for Metro when it comes to that derailment back in October of 2021. It was a derailment in which no one was hurt and 187 passengers were forced to evacuate the train. NTSB Chair Jennifer Hammondy says it was also a derailment that could have been prevented. Shortcomings in WMATA's internal communications in its recognition of hazards its assessment of risk from those hazards and its implementation of corrective actions are all evidence of an ineffective safety culture within the organization. She says Metro knew about the problem with the new 7000 series trains, which involved wheels spreading too wide on the axle as early as 2017 and even issued a solution. But only new rail cars got the fix, not existing ones. When it comes to the wheel sets, the NTSB says Metro should have had a better plan to monitor and fix at risk rail cars, but didn't. After the derailment, all 7000 series cars were removed from the tracks and new wheel sets added and the cars are being returned one by one. In responding to the report, Metro says it is confident in its plan of action to replace the wheel sets and says it expects the rail car maker Kawasaki to foot the bill for what it calls a defect. In a statement to WTOP, Kawasaki says it just followed Metro's order when it comes to how the wheel sets were done and any suggestion that the company should absorb the cost of what it called WMATA's own failures is not rooted in reality. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Keeping with transportation, goodbye potholes. Construction crews have reached a milestone, we're told, in the major rehab project locally of the GW Parkway, the George Washington Memorial Parkway. 
While the whole project is expected to last through the end of 2025, a portion of it is now complete as crews have finished their work on the southbound lanes of the GW Parkway between the Beltway and Route 123. Work will soon be shifting to the northbound side now, which means before the end of this month, most of the traffic in that area will be moved over to the nice new southbound lanes. It's going to be a much nicer ride. Project manager Caitlin Scheinhouse. What they're going to see on the southbound lanes is it's fresh asphalt, so it's going to be a nice smooth ride from 495 to 125. On those southbound lanes. On the GW Parkway, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 406 Friday morning. Love the winter. That's a good thing. Chances of snow, though, coating the streets of D.C. this weekend, after all, might be pretty low now. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is still prepping for slick conditions. D.C. snow team started pre-treating roads on Thursday night for what's expected to be the first snowfall of the year. The snow team will also be out over this weekend, Saturday, for what may come our way. The electric company's prepping, too, in case you will lose the power. Local power companies hope you'll download their phone apps to easily report a power outage. Charge all your devices. Peggy Fox with Dominion says that includes your phone tablet. Tablet and laptop. And you might want to charge your battery chargers as well. Make sure if you have flashlights that the batteries are ready to go. Chuck McDade with Pepco. And we recommend having them on each level of your home. And never ever use a generator inside a garage or anything like that. That can be deadly. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. WTLP at 407, traffic and weather on the way. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Good Friday morning. Welcome to WTLP. Thanks for starting your day with us. You're with Dean Lane on WTLP. At 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Driving your weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first over to Ken Berger. Good morning, Ken, in the WTLP Traffic Center. And a good morning to you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Just got word, this is Deed introduced uh, the traffic report, that the maintenance work on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge has cleared. All lanes are now open. Both sides there were a mobile alternating closures, and this includes the reopening of the express lanes. Two of them were shut down because of this maintenance operation, but that's all cleared now, so you can get across the Wilson Bridge between Virginia and Maryland with no difficulty. We do have the right lane closure on the Beltway out loop on the approach to Pennsylvania Avenue. This is because of that long-term overnight project. It'll end uh, Saturday morning at 5, and then it'll go through all of next week. Also, we're going to see partial ramp closures on the Beltway at Pennsylvania Avenue with the auxiliary lane and one of the right lanes blocked. Again, this is for soil testing, and this is all going to go through the end of next week. Meanwhile, on uh, northbound 95 in Virginia, north of 294, the Prince William Parkway, heading up to the Occoquan, surveying operations with the right lane and right shoulder closed on the southbound side of 95 between the Prince William Parkway and Dale Boulevard. It's the right lane that's closed because of the work zone. But late enough, I am in traffic. There are no major delays between Springfield and Fredericksburg. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai, Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com.
I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up after traffic and weather and your money news on WTOP Friday morning. How does the year you're born affect the way you see the world? Talking generations on the book report, I'm Tariq King. A good-looking day ahead with partly to mostly sunny skies. Temperatures just around 40 degrees. For the day tomorrow, we're looking at mainly rain for the metro area and a winter storm watch along the I-81 corridor. That's where you're likely to see measurable snow by tomorrow night. We'll clear things out by Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 28 degrees, Georgetown, 24 Bowie, 24 in Leesburg. Right now, we're at 31 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Mortgage rates rose for the first time in 10 weeks this week, although not much, with a 30-year fix averaging 6.62%. Amazon accounted for 29% of all online orders in the last two weeks of December. A record high for rent in D.C. The Washington Business Journal says a 14,000-square-foot house on Foxhall Road just rented to an unnamed embassy for $55,000 a month. The Dow finished Thursday up just 10 points. The Nasdaq lost 82. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks finished mainly lower, with the exception of the Nikkei, which was up by 90 points. Otherwise, the Kospi was down 9. The Hang Seng was down 111. The Shanghai was off 25. Good morning. Glad you're with us at 411 on WTOP. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8s, and when it breaks. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington Area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the Ionique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoshow.com. That's WashingtonAutoshow.com. WTOP, Dean Lane. Good Friday morning, January 5th. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're starting your morning with us. If you're just joining us, you can expect it to be partly to mostly sunny, chilly today. Steve says the high should be about 40 before we're done. You're waking up to 30 degrees straight up in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're in with us. Here at WTOP, time now is 4.13. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. From boomers to Gen Z, we seem to be in an ongoing tug of war these days between different generations. Dr. Gene Quinji, who has written nearly 200 articles on this subject, has something to say about this. 
In the latest edition of the WTOP Book Report this morning, she joins our Tariq King to help us understand her new book titled Generations, The Real Difference Between Silence, Boomers, Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z. Yeah, well, I'm glad you used the word understand because for me, that's the biggest thing is to try to understand each other's perspectives as people who are born at different times and thus have had very different experiences. And I think the best way to do that is to go straight to the source. You know, really big surveys that have been done in lots and lots of Americans across the country, sometimes people around the world. We're in the age of big data. We don't need to make guesses anymore about what the generational differences are. Okay, so millennials. Can you just tell me what you find to be sort of the defining characteristics of millennials that set them apart from the generations before? Individualism is probably their most defining characteristic because that trend of more focus on the self and less on others had, had been growing from boomers to Gen Xers to millennials. And then it, it really peaks. That sense of self-confidence and optimism really peaked with millennials when they were young. That soured some as they got older. Some of that was the Great Recession. Some of it was, I think, the expectations that a lot of millennials had were so high, they may, may not have ever had the real chance to, to be fulfilled. And, you know, one, one particular way that it had a big impact was it started this, contributed anyway, to the narrative that millennials were all broke. And they were going to be the um, first generation to not do as well as their parents, that this was all set up. And it turns out, yes, there was a big downturn during the Great Recession for the incomes of young adults, but they have roared back. There's just so much information here. Um, it's, 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 it's it is a long book. It's intimidating looking, but I don't think you intended yeah. to be read like one would read a novel. If you want to start with your generation, if you want to start with your kids' generation, you can do that. If you want to start by just flipping through and looking at the graphs, go for it. I have at the beginning of each chapter, I have like famous people in the generations you want to look through. He goes, oh, I remember that show. I used to watch that when I was a kid. You can have fun with it. And be sure and check out Tariq's full interview with Dr. Jean Twenty. Learn more about generations at our website at Click Away. Search Book Report. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this Friday morning on WTOP. A 17-year-old kills a sixth grader, wounding five others in the nation's latest school shooting, this time in Iowa. The NTSB weighs in locally on that Metro Blue Line derailment from more than two years ago, pointing the finger at Metro safety culture. And we have a chance locally for some winter weather coming this way this weekend on Saturday. A mix of snow and rain set to head our way. We'll update you in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Showbiz Express Preview. I'm Ross Christie. It's a 10-episode Bruner mystery that stars, amongst others, Mandy Patinkin, Lauren Patton, and Linda Eman. It's titled Death and Other Details, and it's described as a series set amidst the glamour of the global elite and centers on a character played by Violet Bean, who becomes the prime suspect in a murder on a lavishly restored Mediterranean ocean liner. Series premieres January 16th on Hulu. 
Vincent D'Onofrio is back in his role as Kingpin in the new Marvel Cinematic Universe series, Echo. He's still a complex character and a villain with some unique facets. It's always a good idea to play a, a villain that's emotionally based. His what one might call villainous behavior. Um, of course, that's not how I look at it. Like, I don't think he's doing anything wrong, but, but I'm the one that's playing him. But that it, that it stems from something emotional, something real, and that he's acting through that emotionality. And that's, that's, those are the best villains, and those are the villains that, that can keep an audience with them. Echo premieres January 10th on Disney+. Plus. He's trained some of the brightest and the best. Hollywood acting coach Bernard Hiller is our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much more on showbizexpress.com and for the Showbiz Express Network. I'm Ross Crystal. Friday morning, January 5th at 4.18. Traffic and weather on the gates. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Taking a look at the Beltway in Virginia and in Maryland. All lanes are clear except for the right lane closure on the outer loop near Pennsylvania Avenue. That's a long-term overnight project because they're doing some testing operations at the ramp to Pennsylvania Avenue. Also, partial ramp closures on uh, the ramp from and to and from Pennsylvania Avenue with auxiliary lane in front of the right lanes closed. Again, this is an overnight project. It'll start again tonight until 5 o'clock Saturday morning, then pick up again Sunday night all the way through the end of next week. The work zone that was on the Wilson Bridge affecting both lane or both loops of the Beltway has been cleared, so all lanes are now open and no lingering delays. In Virginia, southbound 95, between the Princeway and Parkway and Dale Boulevard, you had the right lane block. That's been cleared, so all lanes open now on the southbound side of 95, coming south of Springfield all the way into Fredericksburg on the northbound side of 95, north of 294, the PW Parkway, heading up to the Occoquan. Surveying operations still block the right lane and the right shoulder. Work zone continues on westbound 66 at the Roosevelt Bridge where the left lane is blocked. And this westbound closure continues through the Roslyn Tunnel. But the work zone eastbound 66 just west of the Beltway has cleared. That was utility work in the right lane, but all that's gone. So all lanes are open now either side of 66 between the Beltway and the Route 81 interchange south of Winchester. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A good-looking way to end the work and school week, a mix of sun and clouds today with temperatures anywhere from the upper 30s to lower 40s. We're dry tonight, but clouds will continue to increase. We are going to look for a doozy of a storm tomorrow, depending on location. Moderate to heavy rain for the metro area may start off as light snow during the early morning hours. Best chance for shovelable snow via long and west of the I-81 corridor. That's where winter storm watch remains in effect. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Uh, around the region this early morning, we we are looking at 25 degrees in Rockville. You're waking up to 27 in Ashburn, 28 Fort Washington, down a degree to 29 in our nation's capital. And coming right up this half hour on WTLP Friday morning. Opponents to a Potomac Yard arena lay out their concerns in a petition. I'm Kate Ryan. Plus, the Capitals bring hockey to kids here in Capitol Heights and the rest of PGCPS. I'm John Doman. Good Friday morning, 421. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. Dean Lane on WTOP. 
Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. January 5th, good Friday morning. Glad you're starting your morning with us at 422 in the morning. Now, WTOP, welcome in. This is WTOP News. Turning to New York City this Friday morning, two subway trains collided Thursday afternoon, happening around 3 in the afternoon, we're told. One train carrying about 300 passengers at the time and an out-of-service MTA train with four workers on board at the time hit each other at a low rate of speed. CBS New York reporter Doug Williams says this morning authorities are not only trying to figure out what led to this accident, but are working around the clock to fully restore service to this busy Manhattan line. At this point, officials are describing this as an accident. This is a major subway line on the west side of Manhattan. Train service in both directions has been disrupted. Uh, in places, it has been suspended. Passengers are being told to take alternative routes tonight as authorities try and restore service in time for tomorrow morning's commute. At least 20 people were hurt. They all have minor injuries this morning. The search is on for four suspects who robbed a Leesburg gun store after ramming a Kia sedan through the front door. That happened early on Thursday. Police say it happened at uh, Loudoun County Guns is the name of the business on Industrial Court at about four in the morning. Neighbors reported a loud noise happening at that time. When police got there, they say they found a car smashing through the front of the shop itself. Nobody was found inside. Investigators say this morning four masked suspects jumped out and stole several long guns. Then they ran off, leaving the car lodged in the front of the building. You can see a picture of the car in the storefront. Click away at WTOP.com. By the way, that car was stolen from another part of our area before the smash and grab at the gun store. Wizards and Caps owner uh, Ted Leonsis has a dream that he wants to build, of course, a $2 billion arena locally in Alexandria. But one local group is pushing for a stop to the plans or at least some more analysis here. In the online petition, members of the coalition to stop the arena at Potomac Yard say the proposed sports and entertainment complex would add to traffic congestion on Route 1, increase taxes and crime. And coalition board member Andrew McDonald appeals to state and local officials do not, you know, provide this funding. At the very least, put it on hold and do some in-depth studies that make us feel like that the project actually is based on something other than just, you know, speculation and hope. The planned complex would be home to the Washington Wizards and Capitals. Team owner Ted Leonsis is putting up $403 million, and the bulk of the project could be paid through bonds issued by a proposed Virginia Sports and Entertainment Authority in Potomac Yard. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And how about this? Locally, students in Prince George's County are learning hockey firsthand from one of the region's top sports teams, the Capitals. Students here at Capitol Heights Elementary got a firsthand demonstration with the new gear, learning a sport their principal, Shauna Berry, admits they might not have much exposure to, but can learn a lot from. In the grown-up world, you have to be able to work with people. So being able to do that and do it well is a skill that they would learn um, as part of a team, a hockey team. We were really looking at how do we grow 
both diversity of the forms of the sport, the different uh, ways to play the game, and then diversity of the people that are playing the game as well. Peter Robinson's the director of youth hockey development for the Capitals. By the end of the month, this gym hockey gear will be in every elementary and middle school in the county, putting sticks in the hands of over a million students around the DMV since this started a decade.